My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home. Good morning, Pauling County, and here we go. Welcome aboard to another edition of My Sports. You know the drill by now, but if you don't, I will remind you. My name is Pete Seymour. This is My Sports, and I thank you so much for joining me, not just this Saturday, but every single Saturday at 9 a.m. for a new edition of My Sports. Well, today, of course, we're going to talk about the entire week of basketball that was in Paulding County. Whole week to break down. A lot of girls teams actually playing today. Considering I'm on the uh, Paulding girls game uh, just a few hours after this one ends. So, hop on to MySports.Live after you listen to the show and tune in to the Paulding girls as they take on Montpelier. So we'll have that one coming up for you. And again, the Antwerp Archers girls team also in action a little bit later today. But we'll talk about this whole week in Paulding County basketball, both on the girls' side and on the guys' side. Then we're going to chat some wrestling as we're going to chat with the head coach of your Wayne Trace Raiders wrestling program in George Clemens. So we'll talk about basketball both boys and girls. We will chat some wrestling, some meets already in the books that we'll take a look at. And of course, we'll talk to our guest today, the head coach of your Wayne Trace Raiders, George Clemens, as I mentioned. And we'll wrap it all up as we do every week with the MySports.Live slate of games that you can catch coming in the next week, which I'm happy to say I'm back on a game next Tuesday. So I'll be out in Paulding County a decent amount over the next few weeks. And of course, I also want to wish you a Merry Christmas. We're just so about nine days away. Can you believe it? Making our way through basketball season. And I'm so stoked that you are along for the ride. But for now, it's time for a short break. My name's Pete Seymour. This is my sports and whoever you are and however you're listening. I thank you for not just joining me this week, but every week for a new edition of my sports. We get it all rolling right on the other side of this break. My name's Pete Seymour and we continue next Williamson Crop Insurance, home of Decision Max. Decision Max allows you a simple solution to analyze your operation and make informed marketing and crop insurance decisions to mitigate your risks. Manage your whole operation in one place with the ability to blend counties, marketing, and insurance coverage to give a complete overview of your operation. Williamson Crop Insurance, protecting the eastern Corn Belt since 1980. Learn more at cropcoverage.com. We're going to start this one off by talking about some boys' hoops. And I want to rewind all the way back to last Saturday because I know I don't get to recap a ton of games from a week ago, but I'm going to do that today because we had a few good ones. And we'll start with some boys' basketball as the Wayne Trace Raiders improved to 4-0 at the time, defeating Van Wert 68-43. Leading the way, Brooks Lockoff had 30. Behind him, Hudson Myers with 14. Kyle Stoller with 12 to lead the way for the Raiders. And, of course, Wayne Trace Junior Varsity knocking off Van Wert 47-32. More boys basketball. And we need to talk about the Antwerp Archers because they knocked off Ottoville 46-42 this past weekend. Carson Altimus, he scored 18, but, man, 
Landon Brewer with 13, and two of the most athletic points you will ever see in a high school game. And I have to highlight this. I wish I had the audio for it so you could all hear it, and I wish I could visually show it to you too because, my goodness, this was a top 10 worthy play. Landon put it on his Twitter, so shout out Landon Brewer. He was able to drive to the lane, throw it off the backboard, up to himself, alley-oop himself, and throw it down. Two of his 13 points, a self-made alley-oop, some stuff you only see at the highest levels of basketball. He stopped at the free throw line, took about a step in, threw it off the glass, and came back down and slammed it in with one hand. Heck of a play, Landon. We are watching you. Eyes are on you and the archers. But I need to take a step back, and I didn't forget about this game, but it's one we need to talk about real fast. It was again last Saturday, and Paulding defeated Pettisville. That was at Pettisville by a final of 53-47, to which will now lead us to last night. So, whole bunch of games last night. Let's take a look. Well, Friday, like I mentioned, consisted of a full slate, to say the least. And before we get into any of them, let's take a look. At the scoreboard from last night, 12-15, and it looked like this. And it looked like a pretty nice evening for Paulding County. Archibald, 73. Ayersville, 38. Wauseon, 60. Edgerton, 32. Fairview, 46. Continental, 40. Paulding, 61. North Central, 41. Big 20-point victory for your Paulding Panthers. And Wayne Trace, 61. Liberty Center, 40. So let's look at the Wayne Trace Raiders. Improving to 5-0 and on the year. They were out to a 17-4 lead in the first quarter. Second quarter was even, 15 apiece. Third quarter was even, 14 apiece. And then 15 in the fourth frame. Did it for the Wayne Trace Raiders again, 61-40. Your final leading the way, none other than Brooks Lockoff. He had 22. Kyle Stoller right behind him, as he always is, with a 21-point performance. Also into the books for your Wayne Trace Raiders. It was Hudson Myers with six, Brady Miller with five, Tanner Lockoff with two, and Tyson Gerber with two as well. For your Paulding Panthers, like I mentioned, it was a 20-point victory, but a 23-point performance by sophomore Blake Roanhouse. Really came into his own on the football field, and man, is that transitioning to the hardwood. 23 points to lead the way for the Paulding Panthers for Blake Roanhouse. With that win, Paulding also improves to 4-1, and one, and they will be back in action next Friday at home against Stryker. But I got a little ahead of myself because it is now time to look at our standings right now. In the GMC for Boys Hoops, it looks just like this. At the top, standing alone are the Wayne Trace Raiders at 5-0 and oh overall. Antwerp only played two games so far. They're 2-0 and overall. Paulding 4-1, and Ayersville 2-2, two and two, Fairview 2-2, two and two, Hicksville 2-2, two and two, Edgerton 1-3, and, and Tenora winless on the year. Also do need to mention that the Antwerp Archers, they are in action tonight, and they are at Continental for a show down there. So that will wrap up our boys' basketball coverage from this week. But again, Christmas tournament's right around the corner. And we'll be hopping right into the full swing of things. And, of course, if you can't get out to it, the Paulding girls, they play, oh, man, just a few hours after this show is over. Myself and Scoot Miller on the call as the Lady Panthers host Montpelier. But, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. We have to break down 
the whole my sports slate of games from not just this week, but maybe a little peek into the future with Christmas around the corner and a bunch of tournaments as I mentioned coming up. But for now, it's time for a break here on my sports. My name is Pete Seymour. We'll talk to you right after these messages. Sports teams and programs throughout Paulding County develop great traits and skills for the future workforce of our county. In addition, the travel to ball fields, gyms, and parks throughout the county enhance the economy of all these areas. The Paulding County Economic Development Office supports all county sports-related leagues and events and the positive impact it has on the Paulding County economy. The Antwerp Athletic Boosters are proud to support all of our Antwerp Archer athletes. Join us for a sporting event and cheer on the archers. Well, we've talked some boys hoops. Now it's time to talk some girls hoops and what's been happening on the hardwood in the girls' side of things here in Paulding County from the last week, and we'll start with the girls all the way back on Saturday. This was last Saturday as Wayne Trace defeated Delta St. John's 47-33, leading the way for the Raiders was Lexi Moore with 20, Harper Myers with 12, Kareen Winans with 9, and then Caroline Winans with 4. Plenty more Raider girls' hoops as Wayne Trace fell to Bryan, that was on Tuesday, 56-33. to Tiana Sin had 12 for the Raiders. Lexi Moore with 6. Caroline Winans with 5. And Ava Zartman with 5. Also, the Antwerp Lady Archers, they had a thriller on their hands this past week, defeating Miller City in overtime. Your final score, 48-45. to For Antwerp, it looked like this. 10 in the first, 8 in the second, 9 in the third, 12 in the fourth, and then 9. In the final frame, edged out Miller City as Miller City scored 19 in the first half and then 20 in the second and only put up 6 in that final frame. For Antwerp, Awood McMichael, she had 21. Caroline Roars with 16 points. Faith Clem with 6 and Emma Townley with 4. More girls hoops. And let's talk about the Lady Raiders on Thursday defeating Lima Sr., by 8, Wayne Trace 42, Lima Senior 34. Before we take a look at the standings so far in the GMC. Wayne Trace 12 in the first, 9 in the second, 13 in the third, 8 in the fourth. Tallied there 42. Lima Senior 6 in the first, 10 in the second, and then 18 combined total in the second half led to their 34. But for Wayne Trace in double figures, Kareen Winans, she led the way with 12. Harper Myers with a solid 9 points. Caroline Winans, she had 6. Lexi Moore with 5. And Deanna Sin with six as well for Wayne Trace, the JV all over Lima Senior, 45 to 11. So let's take a look at the GMC standings. Do have to mention Liberty Center also defeating Edgerton last night in girls' hoops before we take a look at the standings as a whole. Currently, Ayersville, they sit atop of the GMC, six and zero overall. Fairview. Right behind them, 4-2. and two. Antwerp, 3-2 and two overall. Tenora, 3-2 and two overall. Wayne Trace, 3-2. and two. Edgerton, 2-5. Two and five. Hicksville, 1-4. And, and Polding, only playing three games so far. But like I mentioned, playing just a little bit later today. And a ton of high school girls games on the docket in Polding County for Saturday afternoon. So if you can't make it out to the Polding game, be sure to tune in on MySports.Live. Myself and Scoop Miller will have all of the coverage for you. So I'm so excited for that. I have to get out of these studios and into the MySports.Live booth just here in a little bit. But that will wrap up our coverage of Girls Hoops. Again, we'll have a lot to talk about 
from this past week. Some Christmas tournaments really going to start picking up and basketball season in full swing. But for now, it's time for a short break. You're listening to My Sports right here on My 102.7. We'll be back right after this. It's basketball season in Ohio, and Paulding County teams are rocking the hardwood. Have you watched our local teams play? Go to mysports.live and watch high-level professionals. You can watch live or tape delayed, but either way, you will see quality basketball through quality broadcasting. Don't miss out on seeing our area coaches and talent give you all they have to give. Check out mysports.live today. We've talked girls hoops, we've talked boys hoops, and now it's time to talk some wrestling here on My Sports and really ramp up our wrestling coverage. We chat with the head coach of your Wayne Trace Raiders, George Clemens. That's going to come up here in just a little bit, but I want to take a look at the Hicksville invite. Paulding led the way as a team, a 231 overall score. Parkway, a 173.5. Napoleon, a 171. Tenora, 146. Antwerp, 138.5. Hicksville 117, Montpelier 90, Fairview 82.5, Edgerton 65, Bryan 56, and Wayne Trace 42. Now we get to chat with the head coach of the Wayne Trace Raiders, George Clemens. Coach Clemens, I appreciate you taking the time. Welcome aboard. Oh, sure thing. So let's uh, talk about the roster to start out this year, break it down a little bit. Uh, I see two freshmen, a junior, and two seniors. That's a pretty good mix. That's not bad. Yep, we got low numbers, which is unusual for us. But we got you know the ones we have, the pretty good quality kids. Absolutely, and you mentioned the numbers, but I did look at the seventh grade and the eighth grade program, and it does seem like there's a lot of interest there. Yep, yep, we got decent numbers in the junior high, and then you know down down through our bitty program, we got decent numbers there. All right. So, how was the off season for your guys? And I know a few of them play other sports. How do you think that impacts their training for wrestling? It's definitely. It shows the ones that spend the time in the summer. It shows like the two Kimmel boys. We got Colton Kimmel at 106, and then his brother, who I think will end up being probably 26, Corbin, who's uh, previously a state placer. But those boys pretty much spent the summer wrestling, going to tournaments, spent a lot of time with Wasion and the Wasion program, which they're just notorious in the state, being one of the top D2 programs. So they wrestled with the Wasion program in the off season. They did. Yeah, Coach Ritter does a good job up there. Uh, notoriously, over the years, a lot of our better guys have spent quite a bit of time at Wasion. Yeah, there's Wasion, there's Perrysburg. There's, there's a lot of programs over in Indiana. There's a few in Fort Wayne. Clubs, teams, camps, different things that you can be part of to improve your skills. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you have the Lancer Invitational coming up this week, but what were some of the goals that you had for your team and some of the individual goals you set for your guys this year? We don't really set goals per se as far as like we want to win Lake Boo or we want to, I mean, to us, the whole program is all about the state tournament. So our goal, our only goal is to get as many kids as we can to the state tournament and then to get as many kids as we can to place and then the ultimate goal is to have a state champion. The regular season for us is just building. For example, we'll have kids... Um, jump in different weight classes to, to compete against different competitors to kind of see how they do. We'll have kids try different strategies during matches and to us and to the kids. At the end of the regular season, we don't care what the record is because it doesn't matter. Well, the only thing that matters to us is how many we can get to the state tournament. Awesome, awesome. So one tournament that I did want to talk about, 
the Border Wars at Defiance. I know this one's a huge one. Can you kind of break down the, the few days that tournament is? It's a Friday-Saturday tournament. It's developing into to one, of the, one of the more competitive tournaments in the state. It brings in a lot of teams from, from different divisions, different teams from different states, and there's a lot of local teams that, that attend that, too. You know, the first day, I think we do three or four rounds and then come back the second day. Yeah, try to make your way to the top and win it. You talk about wrestling being, you know, a pretty individual sport, but as a team, how do you see the guys really come together and encourage each other throughout the season? Um, they just work work with each other, push each other. Everybody's goal is to make it to the state tournament, and, yeah, they come together and it is an individual sport, but it's nice when the kids support each other and work with each other to improve each other's skills. Now, I was never a wrestler myself, but I had a lot of friends that were wrestlers. Can you tell me about some of the conditioning that these guys go through <laughs> during the season with having to cut weight or gain weight? Um, You know, the state pretty much regulates that now. Okay. I mean, we have called an alpha weigh-in at the beginning of the year, which means you go and you weigh in. They check your body fat content. They, you know, make sure you're hydrated. And then from that, the state tells you if you're allowed to drop, a, you know, a weight class and, and when you're allowed to do it. So it's it's healthy. It isn't like years ago where when it was a little more unhealthy and kids would drop a phenomenal amount of weight in a short period of time. It just, it just doesn't happen anymore. Wow. I had absolutely no idea about that. I mean, it's been a while since I was in high school, but even when I was in high school, I knew kids that were, you know, skipping lunch because they had to weigh in at the end of the day. <laughs> right. And I was one of those more said, I mean, to drop a weight class, it, obviously I've had kids, what we do is we kind of look at the, the potential roster of the district tournament and the state tournament. Okay. And then I've had kids like last year, I had a kid go up a weight class cause that was, that was the class that was, you know, gave him a better opportunity to get to the state tournament. Um, so it's not all about just dieting and getting as low as you can. It's about determining which weight class gives you the best opportunity to get to the state tournament. Now, I want to touch on conditioning really fast because, oh, I mean, I, I watched some of the workouts that they used to go through. What are some of the conditioning that you have your guys go through during the season and in the off season? For us, I think what, what contributes to our low numbers is is we condition based on what we feel the athlete needs to be competitive at the state tournament. You know, you, you literally need to be able to wrestle four matches or maybe, you know, seven, six, you know, in, in a two day period, typically a one day, the most you can wrestle six, but it typically takes 45 minutes of hard workout to compete in a six minute match. You know, it's not uncommon for us to, to run, for 15, 20 minutes, probably anywhere from 20 minutes to a half hour running stairs. And then just, you know, maybe another, it's not uncommon to do a, a half hour of what we would call like spin drill, sit out and follow. I mean, just hard, vigorous, yeah, conditioning. And that kind of best replicates the simulation of having to wrestle that much in a few days. Correct. Yeah, very interesting. So coach, I want to ask you, what's your favorite part about coming back and coaching wrestling every year? I just love the kids. I love I love seeing the kids set goals. It's it's amazing to see a kid walk in the room that that doesn't know anything about the sport, and and parents too, but but especially the kids. Watching them evolve and work and become ranked not only locally but become ranked in the in the state. I think we have three or four that's ranked right now out of our six, and then to see them fulfill fulfill their goals and and see that all that hard work pays off. 
I think wrestling is one of those those sports. Excuse me that that really translates well to life and the perseverance aspect. I think those. Oh, I truly don't believe there's any other sport like it. I would lay claim that wrestling is the hardest sport there is. There is no other, and and the the sport itself definitely relates to life. As we all know, sometimes you can put everything you have into something, and sometimes you'll fall short. But you get up and you go again, you know. And then also we learn that hard work does pay off if you're willing to work hard. Usually, usually there's a good outcome. <laughs> yep, absolutely love it. Well, Coach, hey, thank you for the few minutes today. I appreciate it. And best of luck this week. And we'll have to catch up at the end of the season. But good luck with those uh, state competitors, hopefully. Sure thing. Thank you very much. This has been Coach Clemens, the head coach of the Wayne Trace Raider Wrestling Program. And we'll be right back with plenty more of my sports after this here on My 102.7. This program is sponsored in part by the Wayne Trace Boosters. Please join us at a Wayne Trace sporting event as we cheer on our Raiders at home and on the road. Go Raiders! Hey, we've all been there. You're in the middle of something important. And then, boom, the power goes out. But what if it didn't? What if you skipped the candles and the flashlights and just carried on with your day? With a Kohler generator, your power stays on even when the utility power goes out. So your food stays fresh. Your home stays powered. Get a reliable Kohler generator at Sweater Electric in Paulding. Back here on my sports to put a lid on this one. But we are fully ramped up and ready to go as we are able to chat some boys and girls hoops today and chat some wrestling with the head coach of your Wayne Trace Raider wrestling program. That was George Clemens. So a big thank you to him for all of his insight into the Raider program today. Well, of course, as we wrap up every show, we need to take a look at the MySports.Live slate of games. As I mentioned, we're rocking from Paulding here in just a little bit for Paulding against Montpelier. Myself and Scoot Miller have you covered this afternoon from the jungle. Next week on Monday, that would be the 18th, Lincoln View and Wayne Trace girls will tip off with Corbin Vance and Brady Stabler. Then myself and Dave Bowen will have the Holgate and Paulding girls game on December 19th. And then two more games on the 19th, a girls game and a guys game. Both archers, though, and they're both against North Central. Kenny Stabler and Scoop Miller will have both of those for you. Paulding girls on Thursday the 21st will take on Delphus Jefferson, Garrett Mansfield, and Jason Landers. Have you covered there? And Wayne Trace girls against Fort Jennings. Corbin Vance will be with Brady Stabler on Friday. Huge slate of games this week for MySports.Live. That would be the 22nd. Jason Landers and Brady Stabler have you covered. For Paulding against Stryker. And then Wayne Trace and Arlington boys will tip off with Corbin Vance and Scoop Miller. One other game, that would be on Thursday, December 28th. Before we turn the page to the new year, Corbin Vance and Miles Holiday will have the Wayne Trace and Woodland girls game for you. Again, that one, December 28th. Won't go any further than that because I don't want to look into the new year yet, but that's a look into the future of what you can catch on MySports.Live this upcoming week. And again, if you missed any of these shows, they're all archived on the My1027 WMYW.org website, so go back, take a listen. Again, our awesome guest today, George Clemens. We've just had such great guests, not just this season, but the both of the seasons that I've been here as your host on my sports. Also, if you missed any of the action or will miss any of the action this upcoming week for MySports.Live, once again, those are all available for on-demand access. 
Go take a watch. Go take a listen. MySports.Live just does a, such a phenomenal job of covering everything Paulding County Athletics. So go check it out. Well, that will about do it for me today. It was a packed week in Paulding County this next week. Even more jam-packed, so I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to having you back here at 9 a.m. next Saturday as we'll have a Christmas edition of My Sports. But for now, whoever you are and whoever you've been listening, my name's Pete Seymour, thanking you for not just joining me this week, but every week for another edition of My Sports. And I can't wait to see you next week, Paul County. I hope you have a great week. Talk to you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. We'll see you then. My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home.